This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Yes! From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, good morning to you. We love you. Thanks for hanging out with us. So excited about the 2022 football season. Uh, we put in a lot of work the last three months. Um, so many things have come together. And uh, we want to thank you for listening to the show live. We think live, it's wild and spontaneous. Uh, there's a lot of spontaneity. And then also, appreciate you going back and hitting Apple Podcast. And searching the Out of Bounds show with Bo Bounds. Show is brought to you by the uh, Rack of Lamb and Russell's Reserve Bourbon at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. Uh, visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. And we're streaming live for you. Okay. We're streaming live for you on the Out of Bounds radio app and the Zone1059.com. Um, in fact, I streamed uh, some of our station while I was in Startville over the weekend. And uh, so that was good, good. I like that. And thank you for uh, streaming. In uh, Speaking of, our Golden Triangle numbers have exploded. That's because of you. Thank you in uh, Startville, Columbus, West Point, and, uh, and all the amazing um, small towns in the state of Mississippi listening to the show. You can hit us up on the uh, Ag Up Equipment text line. Ag Up Equipment. That's where you go to get your next John Deere tractor. But our Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. Uh, Kyle Fulcher and his team doing a great job. Uh, John Deere tractors, John Deere lawnmowers. And um, locations in Canton and Pearl. I drove by the Canton one yesterday coming in from uh, Startable. AgUp.com is where you can go. 
to uh, find a location nearest you. Also, Twitter, Twitter, at Bow Bounds, brought to you by Rick's Pro Truck and ricksprotruck.com. And then your Farm Bureau Insurance call in line is 601-707-3750. So, Blake, did you have any... uh, did you have any good food over the weekend? Yeah, I went to Bravo Saturday. Did you really? Yeah. I love Bravo Italian restaurant and bar in Highland Village. It's fantastic. Good. Good, good. What'd you have? I had the bruschetta to start. Oh, that appetite. Wendy loves that too. I didn't. So I guess it's been a long time since I had it. Not many places serve it like the stew style where it's not pre-portioned. Uh, so it was really good. Um, and then what a word I had the duck for the entree. It was delicious. How fabulous was that? It was delicious. Get that crispy skin. Oh, uh, and then finished with tiramisu. Of so, course you did. Yeah, have, you got to have the tiramisu. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best thing. Yeah. That's why you did all that exercising in, right. in disc golf so that you could go to Bravo and go through the bruschetta, the duck and the tiramisu. That's right. See, you got to plan ahead. It's about being, uh, being that, proactive. That's, that's the kind of guy you are. Uh, that is, there's no doubt. Okay. There is no doubt. Hey, I was talking to Bartu yesterday on the way home, and and I know a lot of people love our Bartu segments, and and most like most people really like it. Some people don't. They get a little cranky on it, the analytics angle, and so on. Um, he's ob- obviously not everything he does is 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 accurate. He recognizes that but he's he's come up with some formulas that are highly accurate considering how inaccurate all of us are when we're talking about sports mm-hmm. and uh I was talking to him he said well Bo I missed here's some things that I missed on and missed bad and uh I said okay he said and and it's tough to quantify why but he said why was Mac Brown unbelievable at Tulane Unbelievable at North Carolina in his first stint, and unbelievable at Texas for ten years, and then lost his fastball. And then he said, "Bo, I was wrong on Chip Kelly." He said, "Maybe I was too close to it as an Oregon Duck alum." He said, "But uh, Chip Kelly walks in for Mike Bellotti at Oregon and wins big. Does his NFL thing, Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco Forty ers didn't work out." Comes back, he goes, Bo, I thought he was the perfect guy to go to Florida. And takes the UCLA job. And while they've done some nice things, there's nothing at a high level. Mm -mm. Nothing at a high level. He said, so what I realized is I had to step back and ask myself, why was I wrong there? And he said, what I realized is Mike Bellotti had everything in place when he handed it. He said, usually when people hand something off, or they may not hand it, they're fired, and then the program changes hands, or or a coach stays too long and retires. That wasn't the case with Bellotti. Oregon was winning at a high level. He just went in, handed the whole deal to to uh, Chip, and Chip you know, squeezed the orange, right, for a couple of years, and then parlayed that into big NFL money. Nothing wrong with that. But he said, Chip's not, he said, is he, is he a really good offensive coordinator and play caller? Yes. But running the program A to Z, doing the, all the other things that we ask a head coach to do? Mm. No. Mm. And then he thought, and then he thought of one other one. Now, most of you don't know who this is or care, but let me just, we're talking about coaches who have it and then lose it. 
and why. Mike Riley was unbelievable at Oregon State for 15 years. Takes a Nebraska job, gone. Why? You know, combination of it just wasn't the right fit. He did some things wrong. Nebraska's got, you know, a stinky culture. It's like, uh, it's like dog poo-poo today at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You stumble on some of that in this 137-degree sweltering heat. And and he's like, I don't know. He said, Mike Riley was incredible. He took players that nobody wanted. He was third in wins over a 15-year time period in the pack, what was 10, now 12, or whatever they are now as they're losing teams. But he said he took less and beat people over and over and over again. That's an excellent football coach or basketball or whatever, softball, whatever sport. Um, he said, I don't know why. And he said, oh, you know, he said, Lincoln Riley. He said, but Lincoln Riley's proven nothing. Mm-hmm. He said, I hate to tell people at Southern Cal. He said, he may win big. He said, but this is now his baby. He said, he took over a program that was already on turbo boost. Mm-hmm. Bob Stoops, he said, was so amazing, so disciplined, so organized, knew what he wanted in his program every day, knew what he wanted from his people every day. And did a remarkable job with the Oklahoma Sooners for years. And Bob's a crazy good coach. Crazy good. Again, out of that Ohio footprint, there's something there. We talk about this all the time. Um, he said, now Lincoln Riley gets to prove if he's a really good coach by going into Southern Cal, who's had a flawed culture for eight years, but has the potential to win. And he gets to do the whole thing himself. And now we get to see whether Lincoln Riley is really, he said game day and other national college football people will already tell you that Lincoln is, 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 is super good and great. He said, he's not. It reminded me of Barry Switzer taking over for Jimmy Johnson or Les Miles taking over for Nick Saban. Now I understand Barry Switzer was phenomenal at Oklahoma. And won three national championships. And over about a 13-year period, Barry Switzer was nuts. But he was a super recruiter. And he, they did what they needed to do. Different era, different time, and so on. But y'all know what I'm saying. Jimmy Johnson, it wouldn't have mattered if it was Bo Bounds. Everything was in place to win with the Cowboys for at least a year or two, right? Same thing with Nick Saban handing over the reins to Les Miles. Now we get to see, is Lincoln Riley a really, really, really good football coach? Well, he gets to put his stamp on the Southern Cal Trojans uh, program. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Kessler Prime and the Renaissance, a New York Strip, and a Long Branch Bourbon Old Fashioned. KesslerPrime.com. Good morning. Welcome in. Tom Luganville at 830 on the Yingling Lager guest line. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy 
happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tom Lucan, Tom Luganville will join us coming up next on the Yingling Lager guest line. You'll see him on uh, ESPN throughout the season. Chris Parson committed to uh, Mississippi State on Friday. Um, four-star quarterback out of Brentwood, Tennessee. So Mike Leach and his staff get their QB and. That's pretty darn exciting. He was committed to Florida State for a while. And then uh, some things happened. And Mississippi State stayed the course. And they landed uh, Chris Parson. No S, as he will tell you on Twitter. Um, Chris Parson is committed to Mississippi State. quarter. He's an ESPN 300 QB. And Ole Miss has an ESPN 300 QB committed. Marcel Reed out of Nashville. So both out of the Nashville area um, and both ranked within about eight spots of each other on the ESPN 300 list. So there you go. Uh, Chris Parson committed to MSU quarterback. Marcel Reed committed to uh, Ole Miss quarterback. Is Ole Miss still looking? I don't know. Uh, They may be. Um, we'll see if, if Lane is done or if, or if he continues to look around. But if this thing holds for MSU, they will be done at QB for this class. You're never done. You know, you're all, now you're looking for the next, the next one. I, I think the way to run the numbers in this day and age of college football is just to know that every other QB that you sign, and it depends on, you know, how it all works out, will we'll not, will leave. But you need to sign one every year. Um, you know that uh, half will leave at least. And um, But we've been on this run in Starkville and Oxford for a while uh, of really, for the most part, really good quarterback play. Um, and we've had some very, very ta- – I don't care if they play in the NFL. Some very talented guys come through, just depending on what they brought to the table as far as their, their skill set. And we all were coming off a year where we had one of our quarterbacks drafted in the in the NFL draft, which is not as easy, I think, as we just throw around when we're drinking a Coors Light with our buddies in the afternoon. Matt Corral went third round. Um, surprised me. I, I thought he was definitely first-round talent. Well, considering who's been drafted the last 15 years, he absolutely was and is first-round talent. But Will Rogers, proven that he can play. Uh, this is his team. 
and uh, he had to he had to grow up right in front of us, and he didn't have any time to sit on the sidelines and get soak in the whole college experience, watch another guy do it, hold the clipboard, talk to Leach a lot during the game, no pressure, you know, just go go to practice, get a little bit better, grow up, figure out. He didn't even know where the union was before they threw him in to start in game three of his true freshman year. Not ideal, uh, but he has handled it very well. Not surprising. On the flip side, we've got an unbelievable quarterback competition between Luke Altmyer and Jackson Dart. And again, because Dart is the new shiny transfer, and even though they haven't been good in forever, because he's got Southern Cal by his name, there was just this, and this is what we do as guys in sports, automatic, he's our starter. And then the rumors around NIL, true or untrue, as far as the deal that it took to get him to the Oxford campus from Los Angeles. We'll see how that plays out. Um, And who really is the guy several games into the season? It doesn't matter early, but uh, once you get to, you know, there is a stretch run where it gets real for Ole Miss. Uh, But I think, you know, they rip off a bunch of wins. They'll be top 10. Will they really be top 10 team? Great question. Um, but if they start off five and zero, six and zero, seven and zero, Troy one two, yeah, they could easily start off seven and zero. Could be six and one before they go to LSU, and we'll see how that looks. Uh, LSU could have grown up a little bit by then, or they may be still trying to figure it out under a first year head coach. Back to back after that seven game stretch, which is as good as it gets. You go at LSU, at A&M, and that's when we'll find out, you know, what we have or, or what we don't have in Oxford. Uh, I, think Altmeyer, I think Altmeyer is more accurate. I think Dart is more athletic. And we'll just see, uh, you know, all that stuff that we talk about, who can process quicker and faster. And um, I think Lane will let you be a little bit of a gunslinger, but there is a line. That, that, oh, I'm sorry. There is a spot where he will draw the line. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think Lane understands I need to give my quarterbacks the the ability to make some mistakes. If we're all going to throw it as much as we're throwing it in the game today, I like the coaches that don't freak out as much about a pick as some who who do. I mean, if you're going to th- even if you're going to throw it thirty, when I was growing up, people weren't the eight times, ten times, twelve times, fifteen guys will throw it fifteen times in a quarter. Yeah. Uh, but even the teams that we don't consider passing teams 25 to 30 times a game, and then you've got 30 to 35, and then you've got the teams that sling it north of 35, 40 times a game, which is unbelievable. That's putting the ball in the air a lot mm-hmm. where obviously you can get PBUs, but picks. So Tom Luganville will join us next. Do you think for Lane Kiffin's offense specifically – you do do you want the precision pick you apart Tom Brady approach or do you want the Patrick Mahomes air it out you know stretch the field vertically and take a bunch of chances approach Ooh. because I'm not saying I'm not obviously They're I'm not saying all- that you're it's Brady and Mahomes s but it does feel like you have this somewhat split of stylistic approach for Altmaier and and Dart Dart's going to be your Manzel Shea Patterson, 
run around, make some plays. He'll do some things that you go, wow, that's physically a high-level trait to have. Which is what people said about you with Correct. disc golf on Saturday. Correct. But the difference is he's not going to be as consistent. He may make some more mistakes. His his accuracy, he's going to miss open guys. Right. Whereas it feels like Luke Altmaier, while not perfect, certainly seems to be more of the tactician approach of hit guys that are open in stride, complete passes, move the ball down the field systematically. Yeah. Which is better for Lane Kiffin's offense? Which approach? Well, I think you have to, in Ole Miss and Mississippi State, you have to have a little bit of that gunslinger and create plays and and you're going to get flushed out of the pocket and can you keep your eyes down the field and your footwork and all that and, you know, deliver the ball. Yeah, but don't you think Kiffin's offense, much like Freeze's... Because Matt did a lot of that last year. Yes. But, I mean, but they didn't have... Matt had to, um, you know, really create things and make some magic happen. Correct. But yeah. the year they had Elijah Moore, Kiffin was able to scheme people open in a way that Corral didn't have to do nearly as much of that. If they have good... Yeah offensive pieces, don't you think Kiffin's offense stylistically is is set up to help your QB as long as you're hitting guys that are open? Like, Kiffin's going to get guys open better than other offenses. I agree. It's not like Jimbo Fisher where you've got to, like, make all these reads. Like, Kiffin's going to make a guy like Altmaier better because if you just put it on time, sure. the guys are open. I Yeah, yeah. So, um, and again, both of them could look great the first six or seven games. The question is, when you go down to Baton Rouge and you go to College Station back-to-back, what do we have? Because it's going to get loud. It's going to get real. And they both have NFL-level edge rushers. And that's when the game is going to change. Auburn, maybe to a certain extent, they have good athletes. We just think they're totally dysfunctional and question what they have on their staff. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Superior. Also presented by Rick's Pro Truck, spraying bedliners, lift kits, tires, and wheels. Rick's Pro Truck in Glugstadt, RPT, and ricksprotruck.com. Tom Luganville coming up next on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. 
Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Come on, everyone ready? This is the SEC Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. Tom Luganville joins us. National college football analyst with ESPN. You'll see him on the sidelines. Well, maybe in the booth, studio, everywhere. Uh, hopefully rain, sleet, thunderstorms, hurricanes do not follow him. But uh, we welcome in Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. And, of course, the show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Uh, Lugs, when do y'all start, when does that Charlotte area start uh, high school, real high school football games? When does y'all season start? Uh, actually, the first game is this coming Friday. So my son, he's going to be a junior, and his team here in the Charlotte area has already had uh, basically one inter-squad scrimmage, and then two jamborees that included, you know, three or four other schools. And then um, they'll have a game this Friday, which fortunately for me, I actually get to see. And then, um, unfortunately, the following week, I have a high school game doubleheader for week zero as we kick off uh, the college football season. But then I'll also get to see him play the following week because my opening game is Clemson and Georgia Tech on Labor Day night which means I don't have to travel on a Thursday, and this is a game on a Friday. So this will be my first time actually getting to see two of his games in one season. That's exciting. Okay. I know. That's super cool. Uh, what – who are you calling in the doubleheader, the high school doubleheader? Yeah, you had to ask me that now, didn't you? Um, <laughs> uh, I've got Arlington Martin, all right, versus Lake Travis. All right, in the Dallas area. Yeah. And it, that one should be really – that is two really, really good football teams. So I'm excited about that. And then I've also got – let me see here. What's my second one? i got a day in between. I've got a Thursday game, and then I've got a Saturday night game. Okay. Oh, I have – hold on here. Give me Duncanville and South Oak Cliff. So um, – I've got five, six-day high school football in Texas. Uh, two games will feature quite a few high-profile prospects and actually really good, evenly matched football teams. And that's kind of the wish. You know, when we have our high school kickoff weekend is you want to avoid the blowouts, but it's so hard because you don't know what you're going to get. Um, but we, I mean, we've got a great lineup. We've got Mill Creek and Norcross in Georgia. We've got St. Joseph's Prep out of Pennsylvania taking on St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, Los Alamitos and Malachi Nelson taking on American Heritage out of Florida. You have some wow. really, really good high school matchups. Yeah. All right. That's exciting. Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds show. Um, we'll stay on high school. Chris Parson did commit to Mississippi State yeah. on Friday afternoon. I guess you saw that? Mm-hmm. So, he, I just, 
I think about our conversation on him last week and you know how we were kind of trying to equate it to the run game. And um, I had read, I had read that it kind of gotten through the grapevine that both Lincoln Riley and, and uh, Cliff Kingsbury have really been urging Mike Leach to say, Hey man, get a more athletic guy, get a more athletic guy. It's going to cause a lot of problems. Maybe, maybe there's some, some truth to that notion. Yeah, no kidding, and and I think they he he needs to do that. Uh, I know they were really excited about getting him. So now Mississippi State and Ole Miss have two ESPN three hundred QBs in Chris Parson committed to MSU and Marcel mm-hmm. Reed committed to uh, Ole Miss, and they're they're ranked yep. they're not ranked but like eight spots from each other in your ESPN three hundred. Describe the difference in the two or similarities in the two stylistically, Tom. Well, let's start off with uh, with Marcel Reed, who actually on our last edition of ESPN 300 actually entered in for the first time. He was a four star initially outside of the 300, and so he just he just entered in for us. Um, it's, it's interesting. I think athletically, you're going to see an awful lot of similarities. Um, Marcel is taller. Um, he's kind of built more like a wide receiver, but he's got a really strong arm. The ball jumps off of his hand, really good ball handler in the backfield in the sense that whether it's play action fakes, zone read fakes, uh, bootlegs and naked, if he gets out on the perimeter, he's very, very dangerous. Whereas Chris Parsons, the same way he's just built in a different package. Instead of being a, a, a tall, more lean kid, I think Marcel Reed weighs about 170 pounds right now. Chris is shorter and more stocky. He, he almost looks like a, a slot utility back. Um, I would say he's a little taller than John Rice Plumley, but probably similar in terms of uh, like the level of athleticism. Um, I think they're both very comparable in the passing game. Both possess... God-given arm talent, it's, uh, that, that will not be issue, uh, an issue as far as making all the throws at, at the collegiate level. So, yeah, we're pretty excited about both of those kids. We think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, this, is, this is exciting. So Kiffin and Leach have their guys, um, we think, for, for this class. And uh, for our listeners, Marcel Reed out of Nashville and uh, Chris Parson out of Brentwood. Um, committed to to Leach and Kiffin, and both are in the ESPN um, 300. And Tom thinks, and you don't ever know, you're, everybody's trying to project, but Tom believes that they at least have the skill set and talent to potentially start mm-hmm. um, in Power 5. And this whole Leach thing may be going and, you know, grab it gravitating, kind of adjusting to a more athletic quarterback. If that's, well, it is the case with Chris Parson, then I think that's good for, you know, the program and where the game is going right now, Tom, and where it's been going for the better part of a decade plus. Well, there, there's no question. And, and you know, not to be a broken record, but, you know, if, if you can somehow come up with a way to get people out of a three-man front and dropping eight, a mobile quarterback is high, high on the list of priorities because it is, it is, it's, it's difficult to be able to hold up in the box if you don't have enough bodies because the quarterback is a threat as a runner. Let's just assume 
you don't want to you really aren't going to attempt to or, or, or don't have a lot of interest in running it with the actual running back but every now and then you take that little token zone read fake and the quarterback takes off and runs that's an element they just haven't had and i think you know to lincoln riley's credit to um a lot of guys whether it was kendall bryles whether it's you know uh then cliff kingsbury uh there, there's been a, a variety of former air raid guys that have morphed into more of a of, of a run first mentality with the air raid principles in the passing game you see a lot of those guys that have gone and gravitated towards that and look at how their offenses have exploded oh yeah well i i heard when leach was hired a couple years ago so I can't remember who it was that swims in, in your game, but it was somebody that I respected. And he said, uh, yeah, nobody, nobody leaves the nest, the Mike Leach nest and runs the true air raid and runs it. Well, Mike is the only guy now, like you're, you're saying, the only one left. There, there's hybrid. I mean, how mommy's the other one, how mommy is the other one that has never deviated. Right. But, but how I'm not trying to take shit, but, but, I think it's pretty – look, there are a lot of coaches, business people, whatever in life that have the right Robin and, and their Batman for a while. I think it's right. obvious Mike Leach was the dude out of the two. I mean, I get what they did at Iowa Wesleyan. I get what they did at Valdosta. I get what they did at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But once Mike left the nest, Mummy never could – now, you know, look, he got tripped up on like a cheeseburger and a Dr. Pepper at Kentucky and probation. That's all nonsense to me. Yeah. And I don't have time for it, nor do I. I just think it's silly. Sometimes they lock in on a guy and whatever. But but for Leach mm-hmm. to go off and win 155 games at Texas Tech and Washington State where nobody else wins, that's all I need to know, Tom, as far as maybe who was the sizzle within the duo. Not, right. that, not that Hal doesn't, you know, know football and did some good things. Do you see where I'm going there? Absolutely. And keep in mind, you skipped over one stop. You forgot about Oklahoma. Sure. I, the fact that Bob Stoops hired him and back then, because we were right. steering and still in an antiquated uh, uh, time of football outside of Spurrier mm-hmm. and some other people, the fact that Stoops had the stones to go to Oklahoma where they had been running the wishbone under Barry Switzer and lost their way in the 90s, and hire this quirky dude that was running the air raid and say, no, this is what we're going to do. That's that's remarkable. In, in, a, in a, and You know this. In a profession that doesn't like to do that. Well, and keep in mind, too, when Bob Stoops took that job over, remember where that program was. They were terrible, right? So he had to have some flash. He had to have some substance. He had to have something that was going to get people excited. And at that time, in the mid to late 90s, early 2000s, and you'd just come off of Tim Couch at Kentucky, and they were, you know, they got competitive because of the offense. They were never going to be good enough to, you know, win a division or, or get to the SEC championship game, but they could get to a bowl because of the offense. So if you look at Bob Stoops and his line of thinking, he's like, all right, I got to have something to kickstart us here. And boy, did it ever, you know, because it didn't take long. And, and so I, listen, I love that offense. I think it's fun. I like to study it. I like to watch it. I'm intrigued by it. Um, I think it's absolutely lethal if people are dumb enough to consistently play man-to-man defense against you. But my only question, and it's a question I've always had, 
Have we ever seen that offense in its purity win a championship? Well, no, but my counter to that would he he's never coached in a place that can win because of recruiting true. profile. That's true. Uh, you just that's true. I, I, that's true. I, that's I mean, fair. look, Texas Tech's here's the proof in the put Texas Tech has been garbage since he left in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. And Washington State's not going to win again. They're just not. I mean, unless they find some somebody super special. Now, he'll never be in a blue blood um, just because of uh, he makes – because ADs are so tight and structured and all that. Uh, he, I, You know you know this, Tom. There were a few moments when he was rolling at Texas Tech and Washington State mm-hmm. that you thought that there was – not even blue blood, but like a top 15 program was going to finally go for it. Now, the Tennessee deal, we can go back and forth all day. Mike would have been lead because their alums want to win. They do what it takes. Mike, and they're not, they don't recruit at Bama, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State level, but they get dudes, as you well know, as head of recruiting Mm -hmm. for ESPN. If you would have dropped him there, I think it would have been fascinating to see what he could have done maybe over a four- to six-year stretch, even if you could bottle mm-hmm. one team to to be special. Because that's what all the programs are trying to do outside the ones I just referenced, in my opinion. Right, and I think, you know, with the Tennessee deal, as toxic and as dangerous as that place has been, I think one of the reasons why he didn't want to be involved in that is he doesn't want to deal with all the hands in the cookie jar, right? Right. That's not him. I mean, he's not going to put up with that nonsense. And, and that's, that's a, an unnecessary daily headache. That he, he just loves coaching football, loves the kids. We know how quirky he is. He doesn't <laughs> want to get involved in all that politics and all of the crap that goes on outside of the building. That's just not him. No, he would never put up with what's gone on at, uh, well, let's just say Tennessee, Nebraska. Texas, oh, yeah, Michigan, Texas. and some other programs that have Florida. bottled it at times. But but he he, I mean, have, I know you've been around him. I've been around him enough now. He is absolutely not going to answer to boosters, Tom. He runs his program. Period. No. End of discussion. Exactly. He wants. And you know what? Nor should he. Right. Nor should he. And so, pick wisely where you want to coach. Go where you want to be happy. Have you noticed it's always an outlier location? Pullman, Washington, Lubbock, Starkville, right? Iowa Wesleyan, Valdosta. And, and, and that's just kind of, that fit. That's, that works for him. Well, and, and so let's move to, it's funny you're, we're talking about boosters, meddling, and so on. And boosters can be very, you know, a tremendous asset. But Tom Luganville on the Yingling Liger guest line, we were talking about Lane Train, and the, coming out of the weekend, there's there's even more buzz around this Altmaier Jackson Dart thing, and uh, right. people believe that Altmaier is more accurate. He's not as athletic, but he's more accurate, and he mm-hmm. may be more of a gamer. Now, quantifying all that, we'll see what happens. Whatever, but somebody we've had some of our listeners say, "Oh no, it'll be Dart." Period, because the boosters did an NIL deal. I actually, I actually say no, it will not. Lane is like Mike. Lane is going to run his program, and whoever he believes, and again, this could be five games into the season because of their schedule, but once they get to at LSU and at A&M, they're going to have to find the guy because those are two extremely difficult road trips back-to-back. 
Lane's mm-hmm. going to play whoever in the hell Lane wants to play, Tom. You agree or disagree? Absolutely. And But this is this is what you get when you go down the NIL path is, all right, well, we've done a deal with this kid. Well, why isn't he playing? Uh, well, that's not your decision, nor do you have a say in the matter. You know, I mean, it's it's this is the world we're going to live in now. If there are going to be more people involved in thinking they have a say because there's a dollar amount tied to an individual and there's not going to be a coach in America that's going to cater to that. And you know what? At some point or another, it's all, when it's all said and done, it might get some coaches fired. Right. That might be one of the byproducts of all of this. You know, it's interesting. I don't know if you saw on ESPN.com as we're, we're talking about Jackson Dart and, and Luke Altmyer and, and the piece that uh, Adam Rittenberg did where it's kind of a quarterback confidential by conference. And it's, you know, kind of taking each quarterback and getting a coach in that conference to comment on what they think about that quarterback. And it's interesting, the individual, whoever the assistant coach is or the head coach that Adam Rittenberg spoke to in the Pac-12, I don't know if you've seen this article, but here's the quote that that coach gave on Jackson Dart. He was the most talented quarterback we played against last year, a Pac-12 defensive coordinator said. He was inexperienced, but he threw the ball well and he had enough movement. Projecting him moving forward, he was going to be the most talented guy in the conference. Okay, wow. Interesting, right? Yeah. Yes. So you want to hear here here let me read off let me read off the quote from uh, uh, an SEC assistant coach on Will Rogers. Okay. Um, he understands Mike Leach's system well. He's very accurate. Throws a very catchable ball. I would totally agree with that. Said a coach who faced Rogers in 2021. Nothing really jumps out at you other than statistically he does what that offense does. He's not a runner or a giant big kid. There's nothing imposing about him other than he can run their offense well with a great arm. That's pretty pretty accurate portrayal, I think, from from an opposing coach. Uh, it's a really, really neat piece that Adam Rittenberg did. I mean, everybody from Bryce Young to Will Levis and Stetson Bennett um, just getting some opinions from other coaches who've had to prepare and, and play against these guys. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I think that's spot on uh, on Will Rogers. So, all right, which one would you go to? With knowing Lane Kiffin the way you do, knowing what Lane likes, and uh, of course Lane has proven that he can win with all sorts of different shapes and sizes at QB, both at Blake Sims, yes, <laughs> Jacob Coker, yes. Holy smoke! I mean, well, that's with having elite players around those guys. Though. True. That's that's the one little asterisk that always needs to be added. Is okay for those guys difference makers? No, but everybody in the hall was. <laughs> that it's like Stetson Bennett. So so. Will Lane go, what do you think? Does Lane go with more of a gun, not total Brett Favre gunslinger, but Dart's got some of that in him? Or... He's got a lot of it. Yeah. yeah, Or or more of an Altmaier who's more accurate, not as athletic, but then people keep talking about how he's a gamer and competitive nature and all this. How do you see that, Tom? I've I've always been a firm believer, Bo, that you go with the most efficient player that runs the offense. And if you get a feel for how your team responds to one or the other guy, you have to take that into consideration because it's always going to be easy to take the more talented kid. It's always going to be easy to say, man, this guy can do some stuff. The other guy can't do. Um, And you get tempted by it. You get lured by it. And so what you've got to be careful is while that's happening, right? 
you can't be ignoring the guy that's over here that's just playing pitch and catch. The ball never hits the ground. They go up and down the field. He scores points. Um, those types of, I mean, you can't, it, it, it's hard. And, and you referenced it in the NIL era. You've got external pressure now that you didn't used to have, not just on the coach, but on the actual players themselves. And I, I just think you've got to adhere to the, to the winning principles of the position. Do you move the offense? Do you complete the ball? Do you score points? And if that means you're not as talented as the other guy, but that's what you do and he doesn't do it as often as you do, then you need to be the starter. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Mm. Stetson Bennett, you expect him to take a step back or two or get better? How, how do you see that? I, I don't. I, I, think, I think he's going to be just fine. You know, I think he knows who he is. He knows who he isn't. He knows he doesn't have to wear an S on his chest. I think they're going to be better than people give him credit for. Now, listen, do you just automatically replace George Pickens? Probably not. But I think they're going to be fine. They're going to be fast. They're going to be athletic. Um, I, the more people disrespect him, I think the better he gets. If people will just start praising him, maybe he would have a lapse. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, everybody, if, if everybody would be – would would be patting him on the back and telling him he's arrived and, and accepting him as a national championship winning caliber player. And maybe that's different, but because people don't do that, I think that's what drives him. I think that's why he'll be as good, if not better. I, I want to wrap it up with, uh, I've only got a two minutes, but it's kind of a curveball here. Um, Keaton Thompson signed with Dan Mullen. Didn't work out once Moorhead got in there. He has hung around Virginia and had a monster year last year as a, well, he ran the ball a lot too, but wide receiver, maybe he'll be a flex tight end at the NFL level. I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's fun to watch. Okay, he's at Virginia. He's now on NFL boards. Tell our listener, I mean, and he had a really good year running the football and catching the football. Do you think he's got a... um, a good opportunity to have an NFL career, Tom? I do. I don't know where you would necessarily put him because while he has height and length, he does not weigh very much. And so, you know, and I saw him at ACC Media Days in person. He was one of the players that Tony Elliott uh, brought down along with Brendan Armstrong. Um, He is literally a, a human Swiss Army knife. I had them against Notre Dame last year. And you start to watch the tapes preparing for that game. One staff, he's playing at quarterback. One staff, he's standing next to the quarterback. The next staff, he's standing next to the quarterback, and then he motions out of the backfield. And now he's in the slot. Next snap, he's lining up out wide. Um, he's got red zone potential because he's a good athlete. He's got good body control, and he can jump and go get the ball. So I think he's one of those guys that you constantly got to account for and know when the huddle breaks, where is he? Now – I think throughout the the pre-draft process, there will be a lot of testing, timing, weight, strength questions about him, and we'll see how he passes those tests. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what what happens there. I hope he has a uh, big year. He's a good kid, and he's he's hung in there. And now he's probably going to walk away with two degrees from UVA, which is not a bad thing, undergrad and grad, (laughs) because he's like a a six-year, which is awesome. 
Tom Lugan, Bill, thank you, buddy. Have a great week. We'll talk next week. You too, man. See ya. Lugs on the Yingling Lager guest line brought to you by Havana Smoke Shop. Two locations in Jackson, I-55 North and across from Shaggy's at the Reservoir. Premium Cigars, Havana Smoke Shop. Two locations in the metro area. You're listening to 105.9 The Zone ESPN, the Out of Bounds Show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.